0: There's no doubt the government will have a fight on their hands when it brings its super tax concession legislation to the floor of Parliament. The Coalition has already said they'll oppose the policy and repeal it if they win government at the next election. Susan Lee is the Deputy Leader of the Liberal Party and our guest, Susan Lee, welcome.
1: Thanks for having me on the program, Patricia, and good morning.
0: The Liberal Party has spoken about wanting to win voters in the outer suburbs and regions, heavily impacted by the cost of living, the battlers, right? Is your opposition to this a betrayal of those people, given this uh, really affects the highest income Australians?
1: Well, those people in the outer suburbs, as you describe them, Patricia, will not be impressed by these shambles of a week and the broken election promise from this government and pointing straight to higher taxes. They don't want to see those. I mean... Your program exposed it well. We've got a treasurer at war with the Prime Minister, a Prime Minister who's openly overruling his treasurer. Look, it's schoolyard stuff. And breaking promises made more than 97 times, opening the door now to more tax increases and even taxing the family home. Uh, I think there's a new test for the Albanese government, Patricia. I'm going to call it the PK test. Whatever idea Jim Chalmers floats in the papers... If that's confirmed by the Prime Minister on Radio National, then we know they're on the same page. Otherwise, I don't know whether they are at all. And right now, they've completely failed that test.
0: Okay, but on the family home, that has been ruled out, hasn't it?
1: It has been ruled out, but Mm. only after uh, you exposed the issue on your program and we had these completely different messages over a period of 24 hours. I mean, that's what Australians have had to listen to. We had uh, conversations starting the uh, Treasurer mentioned this on Sunday. It was a policy on Tuesday. So, uh, doesn't that tell you how well, it rushed wasn't, and it, hasty To this be is? fair,
0: it wasn't a policy. He he wasn't wanting to rule things in or out, and even your side of politics sometimes does that. Politicians don't like to box themselves in. He didn't announce it as a policy. Oh,
1: I'm referring to the superannuation, Patricia. Right, the, that the is a policy. Superannuation was yes. a conversation on Sunday and turned into a policy. Now look at the lineup of broken promises: 2.75 reduction on your power bills, cheaper mortgages, promise broken. Lower inflation, promise bo- broken. No change to superannuation. promise broken. And no radical IR, promise broken. Okay, let's go to the substance. Soon to be broken.
0: Okay, let's go to the substance though. You talk about a broken promise. It doesn't kick in till after the next election. So if Australians are angry, uh, whether they're affected or just they feel angry that the government has uh, changed its view, can't they just uh, execute their view at the ballot box?
1: Well, I understand What you're saying, Patricia, but why would you legislate now? Now, Jim Chalmers tried to make a virtue of this yesterday. He said, oh, I'm not afraid of having a conversation. And, uh, you know, he wouldn't be taking the road of least resistance on this. So why didn't he take it to the 2022 election? There was this breathtaking silence before the last election, only to have this, you know, this muddle of sound and broken promises since. And that's the problem. Um, Australians will not trust this government because they can't trust a Treasurer and a Prime Mm. Minister who aren't on the same page and who are whispering certain things to some people and confusing the Australian population around um, something as, as fundamental as your savings, your superannuation. And as I said, with the list of broken promises, your power bill, your mortgage, and being a government that wouldn't leave anyone behind. So, you know, all of these. So do you, you think these the 80,000 people... Really
0: no, but do you think 80,000 people who've got more than $3 million
1: are
0: really doing it tough?
1: Well, that $3 million is not indexed. That will change over time. And the principle is the thing that Australians will note, which is absolutely... are they absolutely, doing it tough? Well... I'm not here to say who's doing it tough and who's not doing it tough. Well, Australians some are do obviously
0: not... doing it tough though, aren't they? And some are obviously not doing it tough.
1: Well, people are doing it tough with a government that hasn't got the fiscal policy settings right and doesn't understand how to manage money and doesn't have spending constraints anywhere within its program. In all of this conversation, we have not heard anyone saying that we're going to save money. I mean, that seems to be just a passing comment from the government. Yes, of course, people are doing it tough. They're doing it tough because they can't pay their electricity bills. Mm. They're doing it tough because their mortgages are going up But they're not the people with more than $3 million
0: in their super accounts, are they?
1: As I said, I'm not going to comment on what individual people might be experiencing in their family budgets. The direction this government is going is one that breaks faith with the Australian people and misunderstands the, the sound fundamental basis, which is it's your money, you deserve to keep more of it. And if governments can't get the policy settings right, then they need to work out how they can save money, how they can be... Uh, prudent with their spending, how they, for example, cannot introduce $45 billion of off-budget spending, which they have done and are doing at this point in time, which is going to do nothing. I mean, um, the the, the promises that Australians expected this government to keep are being broken day after day. So let me put this to you. I think they'll take that seriously.
0: You were a cabinet minister in 2016 when Malcolm Turnbull proposed a 15% tax on super accounts above $1.6 million, which affected actually eight times the number of people. So it was actually a much bigger uh, policy that had more impact than this latest one announced by this government.
1: Did you support that? Uh, yes, uh, that was a different policy. It um, applied to uh, a balanced transfer cap. By the way, it was indexed and we took it to the election and then we legislated it. And that is the key difference here. You know, the, the government was so careful to be so definite and prescriptive at the last election about not making any changes to super i come back to my main point this is breaking faith with the australian people and look i was listening to a few vox pops yesterday um it was quite interesting patricia because you know people were saying that that was the thing that they heard from this 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 break of trust they just didn't like the sneaky nature of it and um i think that's absolutely right
0: yeah, but but just final question, um, you're talking about the process, and fair enough, you're a politician, you, you can talk about the process, but actually on the substance, the substance of the policy idea, shouldn't governments be looking at actually improving the budget bottom line? Isn't that the responsibility of governments?
1: Well, promises aren't process, Um Promises are important, processes as well. And, you know, there's been a lot of conversation about the substance, but Labor is spending $115 billion extra over the forward estimates. And this raises just about $1 billion. And, um, Uh, by the way, I'm sure that there'll be a flight out of superannuation for anyone with balances over that. And more importantly, tax planning for those whose balances might approach that in the next five to 10 years, because obviously this policy, if it's legislated, lasts forever, according to the government. Um, So they'll even raise less. And Look, it's ridiculous when Labor says there's a trillion dollars of debt and nothing to show for it. Um, they made a virtue of supporting every dollar of, of the pandemic spending to save lives and livelihoods. However, they're in government now and it's their job to spend less, to manage the economy prudently, and to recognise that Australians deserve to keep more of the money they earn. Okay. And the aspiration of Australians is something that we support in the Liberal Party and we always will.
0: Susan Lee, one line answer on this. Should Bridget Archer retain her sposh as the candidate at the next election? There are reports that people are moving on her.
1: Absolutely, she should. Bridget is a friend, a colleague and a terrific member for the seat of Bass. I uh, visited her not that long ago and she's doing great work and um, she's an amazing woman amazing woman. And um, you know, Patricia, how much I respond well to amazing women.
0: (laughs) Thanks for your time this morning. Deputy Opposition Leader Susan Lee there. You're listening to ABC RM Breakfast.
1: It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.